0: Today we bring you Flying Nun's newest band, Recitals. Their debut album is called Orbit One and is just about to be released. Recitals are a seven piece band with six of them based in Wellington and one in Auckland. We're talking to trumpet player Tarushi Boat and cello player Olivia Wilding, she's the Aucklander. So let's find out how these seven musicians got together. The album is out imminently, so how are you yes. feeling about it all?
1: I'm super excited. You... It's been such a long time coming. Like, we've been chipping away at this since 2020, and it got delayed so many times, so it's it's been slow, but also it feels like it's come really quickly. I don't know what you feel, Tarushi.
0: Okay. So yeah. Recitals is a seven-piece band, which seems insane uh i'm surprised that you guys could get together and agree to do anything and get anything done because i've worked with bands and it's bad enough when there's four people in the band so <laughs> so each of you perhaps tell me how you got involved with the group uh starting uh, i'm gonna mess up your name even though you told me about it through <laughs> so you can do it again please
2: sure so my name is said tarushi tarushi um tarushi she she yep that's it all right um i i was asked to join by xanthi who um sings and plays bass right. in the band um she had this vision for a big band she was just like i'm gonna start a big band and um you can you can play drums we already have a drummer but you know we we can have two drums um <laughs> And I I was really um, keen to join and I had already been thinking about picking the trumpet back up again. So it seemed like a really good opportunity. Um, and that's, yeah, that's how I got involved.
0: All right, Olivia.
1: Yeah, I, um, so I was at the music school. I actually saw a poster for it at the music school and I thought it sounded really cool, but I actually had been there for a while. So I was like, I oh, won't. Well, I won't do anything, but then Xanthi messaged me just after I moved to Auckland, so everyone's Wellington-based, and I was like, I really, really want to play in a band, and it sounds really cool, so if you'll have me, I'll just travel when I need to, and Xanthi was like, that's fine, we can do that, so yeah. And you're
0: playing cello, correct? I'm playing
1: cello in the band, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, not many opportunities come along for playing cello in a band.
0: <laughs> that's true. I mean, so we got a trumpet player and a cello player, and there are five other people in the band playing various instruments, guitars and basses and drums. So, when the when the band came together, did you guys have an idea of what you wanted this to sound like, or you were just like, "Well, we're all together, let's see what happens"?
2: <laughs> not necessarily. Um, when when the band started. Xanthi, Josh, and Christian, um, they were writing songs together and, um, Xanthi was still trying to find, um, people to join. So there were a few people who actually would have joined, but then they couldn't stay for some reason. Um, so it took a little while actually to get to the group that we have now, right. although we've stuck with it for, for a long time. Um. Yeah, and even then, I think it took a long time to find what our sound would be, just because it takes a while to, like, get to working together in a group, especially if there's seven people. Like, yeah. it's the same for if you have, like, two people or three people, yeah. But I think the album, Orbit One, um, that's what this represents, is just, like, navigating this coming together of all of these different
0: people. Hmm. Anything to add to that, Olivia?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I knew Tarushi and Josh in the band and I didn't really know much about Xanthi or anybody else. And I agreed to the band before I even knew what I was really signing up for. And it wasn't until I got sent like the first four songs. And then I listened to them and I got really excited. I was like, this is awesome, actually. I'm really glad I joined. But until wow. then, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even like this music, but I love it. So I made the right decision cool. there.
0: <laughs> so you guys are mentioning Xanthi a lot. So that she's the bass player and vocalist. Is she kind of, is there a leader of the band? Is she the one that's kind of at the top of the the, the totem pole there?
2: Um, That's a question we get asked a lot. <laughs> and again It's like... <laughs> It definitely was her vision to put the whole thing together and and part of that was just like she was just doing a lot of the coordinating. But as we've gone forward, um, we do just delegate a lot of the roles to other people Um, and in terms of, like, how we make decisions, even if someone is, like, asking Xanthi, she always brings that back to the rest of the band. So I don't know. Yeah, there's this kind of weird, like – conception that there's like some kind of authoritarian regime (laughs) going on but it's really it's just not Not like that at all all. everything's
1: like consensus everything's a poll everything's we make the decision together
0: so so when you get in the studio tell me how anything gets done what's the working situation like
2: do you mean the recording studio or (laughs) well I mean, Olivia wasn't even there no. when we recorded <laughs> a lot of um, the stuff. She recorded all of her parts, really. I mean, you can talk about that, Olivia. I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she will.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to restrain to remember what recording was like. Um, so, we recorded a few songs at the Stomach in Palmerston North, and yeah. I think we sort of did guitars first, everything was sort of, um, recorded separately, I guess. Um, and that's the same at every recording studio or bedroom, all of the parts were recorded separately, but then put together. Um, and so there were times where I was like at the recording studio and it was just me and one other person, like we weren't actually all there together.
0: Right. Mm. So, yeah. so Olivia you weren't you were in Auckland during most of the making of the record
1: yeah a lot of the times I was dealing with my own special COVID lockdowns for Auckland so I oh. just couldn't be there anyway right. um but it was good because it gave me something to do um I just had my laptop and a microphone and they would send me songs and I would just record ideas and send them back and then they'd be like yes, that's great, or maybe can we try something like this? Um, and so we'll just have a bit of back and forth and keep going until we have something that we're all happy with. Right, and actually, right. I really liked that process. It was really good because it allowed me to try a lot of different ideas out as well and have more time and space to conceptualize what I wanted to do.
0: Right. So how did you guys hook up with Flying or How did they find out about you? How, what happened there?
2: Um we sent it through to them i think they have like a little thing on their website to email the record we sent it through and they liked it (laughs) and
0: and at that point did you have the whole record made or was it just a couple of tunes that you sent through were they demos or were they finished
2: i think it might have been finished i think it was finished yeah yeah Yeah, we were going to release it. Um, I don't know, maybe like months ago. I right. guess it was ready, but then we got signed, and that was awesome. Okay. And here we are.
0: And here we are. So, <laughs> songwriting wise, how does that work in the band? Who writes? Who does what? Does everybody write? Does some people write? How does it work?
2: Um, it's a bit different now the way we write. So before, like I said, it was like Christian, Josh, Xanthi doing the main kind of writing and then um the rest of us would add on our parts right so for me like i would just come to practice and then just try and figure out um by ear what kind of trumpet parts might fit in um right. so that they also helped me a lot with that but now the songwriting has changed it's a lot more collaborative and we're kind of swapping instruments around too and we're also um, intentionally leaving space for the people who are in Auckland. So we're like, okay, no, we're not actually going to write anything here because Olivia is going to do something here. Right. Yeah.
0: So let's pick a couple of, you've already released a few tracks before uh, in advance of the album. So maybe we can pick, there's one called Gradient, which I think is the most recent one. Um, and there's a video with it and so who can tell me about the song and who, who wants to tell me about the video? Changing the colors.
2: Oh. was directed by Matilda, um, and who also directed, co-directed the Arrow music video. It was, um, and co-produced Matilda and Zatthi. Right. Um, and they got together an incredible group of artists. They made all of the props, um, and it was really awesome for us. They were like, don't worry about the music video. We've got this, um, and then created that really beautiful, colorful, beautiful video. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have any like specific questions
0: yeah, well, about there, oh, There's that, like but... marionettes and puppets and things. Where'd they, who, did yeah. somebody make them specifically for the video?
2: I think they might have found the puppets, but then dressed them, um, yeah, like coating the horse in nail polish. That sort of thing, like, there's so much attention to detail, like, there's a little, um, amulet that one of the puppets wears, and that Xanthi made that, um, and it's got little R's carved into it. So, yeah, there's a lot of attention to detail, um,
0: uh-huh.
2: lots to look at in there. So. Cool yeah
0: and Olivia what can you tell us about the song itself
1: (laughs) what can I tell you the funny (laughs) thing is like I'm never in the room when the songs are getting written or anything I just get them when they have sort of become what they are and I don't necessarily know the meaning behind it and I just put my put my like part in there and just take from what I think is happening
0: right right right
1: so um in terms of any specific meaning or intention behind it I genuinely have no idea,
0: <laughs> but I love
1: the song. It's my one of my favorite ones um, that I put cello onto. to. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. So uh, yeah, you, how, uh,
2: I've been wondering how did you write that. Sorry, no, I'm no, not no, trying to hijack, no, but how did you write your cello part for that? Um,
1: yeah, that one's nice because I get a lot more of like a melodic line rather than like chugging through. I just did like a lot of layering stuff up and I was worried that it was going to be too much, but everyone was like, you can just put more, like do a whole string section. So I, um, yeah, I was getting really frustrated because I hadn't done much like writing music before and I was trying out so many different things and I, I just eventually just sent some stuff and I was like, here's Anthony, what do you think? Like, put it with color, see what people like, and everyone liked it. So I just, yeah, I did not have a process at all. I didn't, I was figuring it out as I went along. <laughs>
0: cool. So I'm, I'm curious after hearing the whole record, how do you, if somebody comes up to you, uh, friends or neighbors or somebody on the street and says, "What do, what does your band sound like? What would you say to them? <laughs>
2: It's such a hard question. It really <laughs> is. It's I, so it would so I have song no to idea as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I would say like some of the songs are quite dreamy and then others are quite um chaotic or grand. Right. Um Yeah, I find it hard to describe. <laughs> like to to pin it into a genre um, it's really hard to to have that kind of point of view about your own music or about a project that you're a part of. I feel like. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I Can always
0: describe it well because, like, I've I have notes here for the songs. The pip is dreamy and followed by arrow, which is a cacophony of sound. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, what were you going to say, Olivia?
1: No, I always. I always have like really different responses from people that hear the music and like all these different comparisons to bands that are in like totally different genres and I'm like right. oh it's interesting like I never thought of it like that because like Tarishi says it's really hard to identify like what our own music is like being inside it I have no idea I always just say just an alternative indie pop rock. Like We just flow through a lot of different things even throughout the duration of even one song. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So what kind of stuff do you listen to on your own? or What what influences your musicality?
1: Um, Well, I'm classically trained, so... I
0: I had a feeling you might be with the cello in hand.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I I did... I studied classical performance. Um, So I have all my training in classical music but the music i listen to is actually yeah quite similar to the stuff that we play a right. lot of just sort of indie alternative um, pop and rock stuff, a lot of like Radiohead, and, oh, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think, I, I don't want to name specific artists cause I, oh, come there, on, is, do it. there isn't like what <laughs> there isn't anyone that I would say is like my influence. It's really just like on the day what I feel like.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. And Jeruzi?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I also listen to a lot of music that is similar to recitals, um, there's this really cool band that that they played while we were recording the Arrow music video. We had some downtime. They're uh-huh. called Caroline. Really awesome um, album. I feel like it's just like, yeah, really like beautifully emo. I love um, like Midwest emo. Right. That's definitely my roots um but yeah I was also classically trained in piano so I also listened to a lot of um classical music and then um you know I think when you are a musician and you just appreciate music you do just like like what Olivia was saying you just dip into whatever it is that you kind of need right. or are craving at the time um like I yeah I don't really feel limited in what genres I listen yeah, to. I'm the same. Right.
1: I just, I just like things that are I guess maybe it's because of my classical training. I like things that are like really harmonically and rhythmically interesting and have just like a lot of different elements going on, which is why it's really fun working with this group because we just have that by default with seven people as well. Right, so
0: right. yeah cool. cool. Just, so what do you think what, 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 what is the commonality that bring, keeps the seven of you together or brings the seven of you together? <laughs>
2: I think it, like, this might be a cop out, but it's like unspoken, like, my, it might even just be friendship, right. you know? Like, um, when, like I said, like, we are all just really experienced musicians and, um, you know, we were, we were able to, like, finally kind of lock in and understand how to play with each other. And so now I think it's like, um, quite intuitive um a lot of the songwriting happening now is just like it's just happening through discussion and you know you just give feedback to each other as well like I really like what you were doing there um or I really think you you could add something here with your instrument um so I don't I don't know like I think it's just that we're all pretty good musicians right <laughs> and we kind of um let let the music take the lead um and we I guess we know what we don't like or, or well we're vocal about what when something's kind of varying somewhere that we're not really keen on um but a lot of the things like uh, in band practice when we're writing it's just like you know, oh, I think the drum beat should be a little bit faster. Like, I think this song really wants to be driven and I think it actually wants to build and then pull back. Or we will be like, no, I think it wants to build and then we're just going to stop and we're going to surprise the audience, Um, that kind of thing. So I think, like, rhythm and dynamics are, like, really important to us. But when it comes to the individual parts, there's, like, the freedom of the instrumentalist.
0: Cool. So, so have you done many live gigs yet?
2: Yeah, COVID really.
0: <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs>
2: we,
1: we've done a few. I feel like so, I've traveled to Wellington for quite a few gigs now.
0: Okay. But yeah, got, like I was 12? at the wine cellar last night and I was thinking about talking to you guys. And I was like, how many they had seven people <laughs> on stage there? So there is that. So yeah. tell me what happens when you're on stage and how things maybe change from what we hear on the record.
1: Um, well, I guess on stage, like, one of the limiting factors is, like, we don't always have all of the parts that we have on the album, so, right. we can, so like, for me, I'm trying to, like, do as many double stops as I can on cello if, <laughs> if I can, but, like, I know that for some songs, they all the vocal harmonies wouldn't be there, so she might be doing some, like, extra stuff that you weren't doing on the album, or, like, bits get filled in in ways that... We weren't doing them before, but it's really fun. Like it's no, it doesn't feel like less. It's just different in how we present right. it. You can say to Yeah,
2: it does get a little bit cramped. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. but you make it work. I think um, the more you play shows, the more you kind of understand how you want to be live. And I think like the last every show kind of got better um yeah it's also really important to like communicate with your sound engineer I can imagine um about what you want and when we were first kind of starting out I think it was quite hard because there were a lot of people who had never had to um mix live like a trumpet and a cello and then just like a you know and yeah so that was a bit tricky but I think now the more people hear our music the more they can be prepared to do that too yeah. yeah.
0: Now and I saw better. that you you had a you had a song called Champion Runner a live performance online somewhere. So that's not on the record. So is there a lot of stuff floating around that uh, hasn't made it to the record that is in the yeah. works? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. There's like no shortage of ideas it seems. There's always just stuff c- coming in into the works. It's really fun. Always new ideas that are being worked on.